And welcome back to the Murdy Creative Co. Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Murdy, and today's topic is Murdy University. But first, I want to say thank you to everyone who supported the company so far. If you haven't got a chance, go check us out on the web at murdycreative.co. That's M-U-R-D-Y creative.co. Or you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching at murdycreative.co to see the best of our product shots. Follow us, keep up to date with our daily photos, and be the first one to know about new product launches. You can also use the subscribe button at the bottom of our website to be included in all of our new product announcements. Be sure to check out our laser engraving, personalization options, and exclusive colors on the website, or you can get a blank one on Amazon Prime. There are a lot of times when you're running a business where you have to step back and you have to say, okay, what is going well? What is not going well? How are we doing as far as what we really wanted to accomplish? How are we, how are our current production and current values lining up with the beginning production and the beginning aligning values of the company? And I've tried to take some time in January to do some analysis and some kind of soul searching for the company and think about elements and ways that we have succeeded and failed in the past and how we can improve on them. One of the things that came up in this analysis was a realization that we have had as a company a very strong sprint mentality for years. It has been a big part of our kind of zeitgeist at the company, which is we're constantly growing, we're constantly moving, we're launching new products all the time, we're developing new things, we're launching new things, and, and that's a good thing. I'm not, I'm not knocking that. That has been a strong method of growth. It's been a strong method of motivating people. It's been good. But as we kind of move into this, this new challenge of the new workshop, the new larger production facility, the new larger production equipment, uh, more people in the company, as we kind of shift into that from our little one-room bedroom apartment or two-bedroom apartment from the upstairs where we were last year, there have had to be some changes to our mentality and to the way we do things. And we've got to actively make those changes because if they happen on their own and they're not really happening on their own, it creates a lot of, there's a lot of friction. There's a lot of just things that aren't going the way they need to be going. In that vein, we need to be shifting our mentality from a sprint to a marathon. We need to say with our admin team, especially, you can't just burn yourself out. You can't just go at a a ridiculous pace and not take time off. So we've been working. I sat down with the admin team and we had a long conversation about what was realistically going to be a good way for us to actively encourage each other to take time off and actively encourage each other at work and work on helping fulfill the necessary uh, support roles that we each have in our own weaknesses and our own strengths. And I've got a great team of people around me. I've got Meryl and Anna as my admin people, and they are great. We have an excellent team of makers, many of whom are very independent, do not need to be micromanaged. They will intentionally, once they finish their work, they'll just look around, find something else, and start in on that. We've developed all of our team members into that, and that is a huge, huge advantage to the company because it means that we don't necessarily need to have a lot of micromanagers. We don't need to have people whose job is to watch other people. We just have people who work, and then the admin team that helps make everything run smoothly. But during Christmas, and frankly, pretty much after the move, there became some problems that started to arise. When I, when we, when I lived at the Rockfield address and the company was in the upstairs apartment, I did not necessarily need to go up to the workshop very often, pretty much since Merrill was brought on. About six months after Merrill was brought on, Merrill took over kind of the operation side of things, the production side of things. She's been excellent. 
She is very conscientious, very detail-oriented. She's brilliant at developing systems, and she's done an amazing job with virtually no prior training in this field, right? So she came from a seamstress, and, and she ran things at the seamstress place that she came from before, but she went to college for costume design, amongst other things. And so it's not like she's got this stellar, you know, pedigree of management training that allows her to implement tools that she's developed from her education into, you know, real life. It's just her being who she is that makes her such a good organizer and her own intentional creation of reports. And by the way, and I talked to her about this immensely, she didn't know anything about how to do Google Sheets or Excel when she came. Not the same, um, that's not fair. She knew how to do basic things. She has taught herself a vast amount of coding to make the report systems that we've used work. And the tools that she's built are things that I didn't even know we needed or wanted, but she knew we needed and wanted. So for the most part, once she came and once she started taking over, I didn't really have to deal with operations very much. On the occasion that I would come up, things were pretty flexible, things were pretty easy, it didn't matter much. There was pretty much three people in the workshop, two or three people in the workshop, so it's not like I was really interrupting things per se. Then I moved to Horicon, and for about seven months, it was a 35-minute drive for me to go to the workshop, and for the most part, I wasn't really needed there. So I would go in maybe once a week, maybe twice a week, and I would work from home the rest of the time. And when I would go in, I wasn't really doing production. I was mostly just there to answer questions, observe, help out if I could in some small way, but not really doing active production. When we moved the workshop to Horicon in September, end of September, early, well, it was, it was the beginning of September last year that was when we moved the company, we had a, an awkward period in the middle there because now I'm four minutes away from the workshop. So I would come in pretty much every day because we needed to set up. So I would come in and I would help set up and we needed, you know, help in October when, you know, everyone got sick. And so I had to go in and work there. And then we kind of kind of rolled naturally into Christmas where we definitely needed a lot more labor, as you guys heard in the podcast, than we had. And so I just stepped in as a maker. Well, this kind of created a bit of an issue because I have all of the authority of being the boss, the founder of the company, the person who invented all these products. I have that kind of natural authority, but I'm, I don't know Merrill systems. I'm not competent in the operations of the company that Merrill has built out and these systems that she's built in place. Cause I never built them. I never was part of the building of them. And frankly, I never was trained in them because, well, I didn't need to be, she did them. Well, that creates a bit of a challenge because then while I, so for the last couple of months, when I've been in the workshop, and Meryl's a very busy person. She's done a very good job being very conscientious, and so she's always busy with something. And so that creates an opportunity where the workers, when they do have the odd question or the rare question, well, they don't want to bother Meryl because she's busy doing something, and I'm the one who's the start of the founder of the company, so I should know. And so they'll ask me a question. And a lot of times, in an effort to not bother Meryl myself, I'll just say, let's just do it this way. Little do I know, normally in that situation, that I'm telling them to do it counter to the way that Merrill has set up the operations. Well, that's a disaster, as you could probably imagine, because what ends up happening is, is I tell them to do it just this one way, because I'm a flexible person, and that's my mentality, is we'll just do it different. We won't bother Merrill with this. Let's just do it this way. And then 15 minutes later, Merrill comes in and is like, why are we doing it this way? This is not how it's supposed to be done. And I don't know how that, that's not how it's supposed to be done. And the person who asked me basically saying, well, Colin told us how to do it, and Meryl can't really yell at me because I'm the boss, but at the same time, that's a problem. It creates dysfunction in the workshop. After 
and not only does it create dysfunction in the workshop, by the way, but it makes Meryl's stress level go even higher, right? It, it makes her always have to wonder, is Colin screwing up the workshop because he's here trying to help, right? And I am helping. I am useful. But that can be counterintuitive. I can be very, very a problem. So I sat down with Meryl and I said, here's this. I am realizing that I am not as helpful as I should be because I have all of the authority and none of the competency. And so I need to know your systems inside and out. I need to know how the reports are built, what everything relates to everything else, how the processes that we've set up and are in place to actively monitor and track these things. Because at this point, I'm still, I am likely to be involved in the workshop in a relatively regular way. And I don't want to have to constantly tell them to go to Merrill with questions because you're already too busy. I need to know these things so I can I can ask myself, what would Merrill do? What would be the process that has been properly set up that has allowed us to grow as quickly and as successfully as we have? Because I don't want to rewrite Merrill's systems. That doesn't do anybody any good. She's better at this from an operational standpoint than I am. She's better at the details. She's better at building the reports and the systems. I am not that kind of person. And so I've realized that rather than try to make the workshop flexible for my purposes so that I can just do whatever I want, I need to learn the order and the systems that Meryl has put into place so that I can actively act as a leader in the operational side of things when it needs to be, when I need to be. So we're starting Murder University. It's one hour a day. It's going to happen in the middle of the day, right around lunch. So when it's not, it's relative at 11, it's happened from 11 to 12, which is normally when our, by that point, we've solved the fires that we came into in the morning. We've got, you know, a pretty good start on the day. We've got usually the engraving people are a little bit ahead of the assembly people. The assembly people are looking to go to lunch anyway. So it's kind of a good opportunity for us to, to take a break then. So Murdy University is going to happen from 11 to 12 every day. And it's going to start with Anna and I and Meryl in the admin room. And Meryl's going to show Anna and I all of how our systems are built, how they interrelate to each other, where in the system there is flexibility and where in the system there is not flexibility because there's interdependency. And if we start to change things, it could mess up. It could have a cascading effect, which is a problem. So Meryl's going to teach us all of those things. Anna, who I hired in February of this last year, so it's, we're coming up on our one year, was hired intentionally because we were having outside accountants do our books. We still have outside accountants doing our books, but it's very expensive to have outside accountants do all of our bookkeeping. And a lot of it is relatively mild day-to-day -day kind of things. And I'm not particularly good in QuickBooks, mostly because I've realized that when I go into QuickBooks and I try to do things, once again, there's a lot of interdependencies in QuickBooks where if you change something, it changes a variety of other things down the line. And so Anna had a lot more experience in QuickBooks and she's been actively hired to do that. But I realized that once again, I need to be able to know how it's done properly so that when Anna goes on vacation and all this other stuff happens, that I know how to do it. And frankly, Meryl doesn't know how to do it either because Meryl was never supposed to do that, was never responsible for that before. So Meryl's going to teach you how her systems work. She's going to teach me how kind of her operational brain works on how we execute things. Anna is going to teach us how to do uh, the, the QuickBooks over a course of time. And then eventually my plan is, is that I want to foster and do some book club kind of things on leadership and training books. Some of the stuff from university that I went to and some of that stuff is just other things that we can hopefully kind of dive into. Mostly because I realized that both Anna and Merrill have worked very well as workers in the past. They're very good workers. They're very conscientious individuals when it comes to operationally doing what they need to do in front of them. However, they're not necessarily at the moment just doing that. They're starting to manage people and they don't have any experience managing people. Now, I have 
limited experience, but I do have a bit of an education. My, my master's degree was in management. So I have some education in how that's supposed to be done. And I, and I know enough to know that I don't know what I'm doing. So we are going to collectively, the three of us are going to start reading books about leadership. We're going to go to seminars and training, and we're going to become better leaders. We're going to work on fostering intentional leadership rather than just kind of accidentally being good at it sometimes. So I think the three of those aspects of the company will allow for a, the admin team to take a break in the middle of the day. Cause right now the admin team, Marilyn, Anna and I are all going to work and doing like work, like a normal worker would do work. We're in shipping or we're in engraving or we're cutting or whatever the case may be. And the problem is that we get so bogged down into the day to day. What, like I need to make this thing in front of me, or I need to package this thing in front of me that sometimes we don't step out of that and go look at the bigger picture. Now, One of the things that has always been our advantage and one of the things that I will always have is having the admin team actively working in the workshop as workers. A, means they're more accessible to the individual other workers, means they understand the process better than anybody else, and B, means that they can see problems that if they were at the just in the office, they wouldn't see. So that's good. I want them to keep doing that. But we need to actively take that time from 11 to 12 to say, look, we're going to step out of our worker roles and we're going to step into our admin roles and we're going to learn we're going to actively look big picture and i think this is going to be good for everybody because by meryl teaching us it also gives her an audit an opportunity to audit her processes defend her processes and it gives us an opportunity to audit her processes from an outside perspective and saying well why did you set it up that way and she can say well at the time we were doing this and maybe now it's not the right thing so that'll allow us to have a better understanding of her systems audit those systems if there is auditing to be done and allow us to understand them. So then the next time someone comes to me and says, hey, Colin, what are we going to do about this? I can answer the question appropriately and properly in line with the operations that Meryl has so successfully built. All of this to say, these are the types of things that we need to start looking at from a marathon perspective. I don't think Murdy University is going to take weeks. I think it's going to take months or years. I think for the next Five weeks, six weeks, seven weeks, ten weeks. Meryl's going to be teaching all of us her operational systems. Anna's going to be throwing in her stuff. I'm going to be doing book club stuff. We're not, this isn't something that we're going to finish, be over with, and we're going to move on. It's something that's going to actively continue. And eventually it's going to become to the point where we're going to start to make decisions as a team on how to change things. And for me, when I say, well, I just want to change this to this way because of my infinite wisdom, right? Because I'm like, I see the market is changing. I'm seeing that we're seeing a shift in our supply chains. I'm seeing a shift in our you know, overall marketing techniques, because a lot of the stuff that I manage is marketing based, you know, so I'm able to see some of those bigger picture kind of the winds of change. And so I'm going to say, well, we as the company need to shift in this particular direction. We need to start doing this. Well, now I don't have any information about how Merrill's systems will be affected by that change. But then in the future, when I do, I will more appropriately be able to understand from a holistic perspective what that change really means from a labor perspective. How much work is Merrill going to have to do to rewrite her systems to fit better into this vision? Now, I don't think that's going to necessarily change what I think needs to be done, but it will allow me to have a better sense of the timeline that change needs to happen over. Because I'll understand that if it's going to be a 90-hour project to rewrite all of our systems, it's going to take weeks to do that rather than a week. And hopefully that will allow me to stop asking Meryl to do things that I don't realize are going to take her all night, every night for a week. And Meryl will not do that anymore because she will not, she'll, she'll know that I don't expect it to happen in that time frame. Whereas before when I would ask her to say, hey, let's change this thing, she would say yes rather than saying, 
Colin, if I do that, if we do that change, it will take me every night, all night long for the next week to change my systems to fit your vision, which burns her out, burns us out. It's not what I want. It's not what I think would happen, right? So it's not what, I don't know that. I don't know that she's doing that. So this will be good for everyone. This will be a good operational education for me. It'll be a good finance education for Meryl and I as far as how that's done. And it'll be a good opportunity for leadership training so that Meryl and Anna feel more confident in how they in their own abilities to lead in a intentional way and and do that in a way that is good for the company culture and the long-term vision of what we want to accomplish. All of this to say, I'm excited. I'm excited for these things. And I think Murdy University is a good thing. I think frankly, every company should be doing it. Frankly, I think a lot of companies already do do that. But regardless, it's a good opportunity and good change for our little business. And it's, I think, a symptom of our growth. I think it's a side effect of our growth, actually. I think our growth is 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 the disease and us needing to do more education around the admin side of things is the, is the, you know, is the cure to the problem that comes from that growth. So thank you guys for tuning in today. I want to apologize for last week. We didn't have any video, mostly because we had some technical difficulties on the rendering of the video. The the camera worked this time, but the rendering software did not like it. So I'm hoping that that's different this time around. Uh, But for those of you who were looking for last week's episodes on YouTube, they're only available on our website or on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, any other place that you could listen to podcasts, they are available in audio format only, so check those out if you're interested. Thank you guys for tuning in today. Be sure to check back in on Thursday for our next topic, and don't forget to check that subscribe button as well as the notification bell to get notified of the latest podcast right away. If you have any questions or concerns about your leather binder, journal, folio, or anything else we sell, please feel free to contact us on the main page of our website at murdycreative.co. There's a chat button on the bottom right-hand corner from Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. We are actively monitoring that chat. Someone is actively monitoring that chat. So if you've got a quick question or you're on the website or you're lost or you're curious or you want to know something, that's a great way to get a hold of us in a hurry. We have found that that chat box has cut down on our email load quite a bit, which is good. Um, However, if you would still like to email us, there's another button directly adjacent to the chat button that allows you to email us or there's a on the main page of the website when you scroll down to the bottom there's a contact form there so variety of ways to get hold of us that way um also if you want to reach out to us via the phone you want to talk to us you can call us 414-434-9001 we're same hours 8 a.m to 4 p.m we're able to talk on the phone uh if however you'd like to text us you prefer to text us you can also text us at that number same time frame 414-434-9001 for uh, 8 a.m to 4 p.m central time There are rare opportunities, there are rare moments where I happen to be watching the chat in the evening. If I'm watching a movie or something, I'll have it pulled up on my computer. So if you'd like to reach out to us and you're on the website and it's 8 p.m. or 9 p.m. and you message us on the chat box, there is a chance that you'll get an answer right then and there. So don't feel like you shouldn't ask a question there after hours. Sometimes we do answer it, sometimes we do see it. It just depends on, you know, what the situation is after hours. Um... If you'd like to leave us a voicemail on our phone call, you can leave us a voicemail, 414-434-9001. Uh, if you get, call us during hours or after hours, you don't get a hold of us, please do leave us a voicemail. Include your order number if you're talking about a specific order number. We can look it up by name, but sometimes the names, spellings of names are challenging or there's multiple orders under the same name or there's people who have similar names. That it, so if you've got an order number, it's the number that starts with an S and it'll be four digits four or five digits i can't remember after that um but that'll allow you to 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 share a specific information with us that will make it easier for us to find your order uh we will call you back uh we will follow up either by call or by email depending on how you reach out to us 
If you think it would deserve it, a good review can go a long way to help us grow our new community, both a review on whatever podcast app you're listening on or a review on the product itself. If you go to murdycreative.co slash reviews, you can read all of our amazing five-star reviews. We love them. We, they make our day. If you want to leave us a review, there's a button that says leave us a good review. That'll take you to facebook.com slash murdycreative.co slash reviews. There's a question. Do you recommend the Murdy Creative Company? You click yes, and then you can write your review. We do read them. I read them aloud often. They're posted in our company Discord chat so that we can all be encouraged by them. Uh, we're putting them up on the wall now, so it's pretty exciting. We love those. They do really encourage the team. Also, if you're going to leave us a bad review, there's another button there that says get directly in contact with us. It is deeply important to me personally that everyone has a good experience with the company. We will do anything we can, including and up to recrafting or refunding your order to help make sure that you have a good experience with the company. Please, please, please give us an opportunity to do that before you leave us a bad review. It does make a difference and we really do want to help. So before you leave us a bad review, please give us an opportunity to make things right. Uh, word of mouth is the best form of advertising, always has been, always will be. So go check out our rewards program at the bottom left-hand corner of the website. There's a little button there that's a rewards program. If you are logged in, you get 10% back right now on any purchase you make as in-store credit. And that in-store credit can be spent on anything we sell. Um, so that 10% is part of our double discount, our double rewards, double reward points um, program. We also have a shareable link there. That shareable link is a $10 off their first order if you share that with your friends and family and you get $10 of in-store credit when they make that purchase. So it is a great way uh, to share the company, get a little something for it. It does help us immensely. If you have any podcast topics you want to hear more about, send them my way. Leave them in the comments below. Send us an email, sales, S-A-L-E-S, at murdycreative.co. Chat with us in the chat box. Uh, send us an email with the chat thing on the right. Either way, uh, definitely send us podcast topics you want to hear more about. I am always happy to talk about just about anything, and I do want to give you guys what you're looking for for content. So reach out to us. I'm always looking for ideas. If you're looking for multiple binders, journals, folios, anything we sell, uh, for gifts, giveaways, menus, really any reason, uh, we do have bulk discounts available on our website. It's just based off total cart quantity, so you can mix and match to your heart's desire. The bulk discount should automatically apply. A minimum order quantity to qualify for the first tier of the bulk discount is five, and it goes up from there. So just add however many of whatever you'd like to your cart, and you can check out. The customizer is currently operational for all but the composition cut and the executive cut for the website. So if you're looking for any of our products except the composition and the uh, executive cut with logos, you can go into them. You can add your custom logo, your custom design, your artwork, whatever you'd like to the design. And you can check out right then and there. It automatically applies the upcharge. There is no minimum order quantity for engraving. And it's normally a $15 upcharge for a, like a logo or something like that. That is pre-bulk discount as well. So if you're a company looking to get just one of something, you can get just one for $15 extra. Or if you're looking to get a company, you're a company looking to get 20, you can put 20 in your cart with your custom orders. It'll automatically add the bulk discount to that cart, which will apply to that $15 charge as well. So it's a great way to get something special for your team, for your favorite clients, for those special people. Uh, so check that out. If you're interested in getting a larger bulk order over, for example, 30, uh, please feel free to contact us directly and we can talk through um, you know, better opportunities, more lead time information, because sometimes lo those larger orders take a little longer to make. At the moment, by the time you're listening to this, our lead time should be back down to one to two business days, maybe one to three, depending on how things are going. That means that if you place an order for anything less than five or 10 items, that should ship out the next day or within a day or two. If you're looking for a bulk order or more than 10 items, those might take a little bit longer, so reach out to us. But we are able, even with the bulk orders, to ship in a pretty quick way. So, Reach out to us if you have a specific deadline or you're interested in that kind of thing. Sales, S-A-L-E-S, at murdycreative.co. Sales at murdycreative.co. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Have a great day. 
and goodbye.